Happy 420 week! Hey oh! Mm-hmm. On Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, we'll hit up Cheyenne to figure out this whole love triangle situation. It's Shia? a messy one. T.I. and Tiny, friends and family hustle. Latoya and Tommy try out grief counseling. Mm-hmm. Black Ink Crew New York will give Jess a ring to see if she truly wasn't a bridezilla. She's so calm. I know, right? And then on RuPaul's Drag Race, we'll check in on Widow Von Du to see how she's holding up after meeting Shaka Khan. That's her, mm-hmm. that's her idol, y'all. Beach 100, yes. the podcast is going down now. Welcome to VH100, which is the official podcast for all things VH1, pop culture, and more. Uh If you haven't uh subscribed yet or commented, you know what I'm about to say. My name Mm. is Easy Manoli. That's right, and I'm Lejeune, and we're excited about yet another amazing episode of VH100, the podcast. And if you want to get in on this conversation, make sure you're using that hashtag and, you know, talk that talk with us. Always, please. Easy, what is going on? So as we know, everyone's, you know, got their little 420 going on, but it doesn't need to be a day because we're still in quarantine. So it could be a whole week. Right. Kind of thing. So get your edibles going if, if in a nice way, though. Okay. Right. right, right. Responsibly. <laughs> responsibly. Very responsibly. But, um, you know, still obviously doing this whole quarantine situation and everyone's a little bit, uh, I feel like there's still a lot of confusion surrounding this whole COVID-19 situation. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you have... The president's saying, like, oh, it's going to be up to governors to mandate when the states are going to open. But then at the same time, he's just like, oh, y'all, these specific states should revolt and say we should be open. It's it's just very confusing. Right. It's a it's a whole lot of confusion that's going on right now. And it's like, you know, I don't know. It's unfortunate because we, there's so much going on and it'd be nice to have some direction in the midst of all of this uh uncertainty and change um but you know this comes with the territory of this pandemic you know yeah. and it's just been unknown territory that we don't know right because i'm even all if i wash my and clothes does does like detergent kill it because if it's on your I've... clothes i'm all i don't even know see i'm thinking it does because they say that soap and water kills it so right yeah, so I don't know anymore. Like- so these are the questions that I randomly have at 3 a.m. because I my sleeping schedule is off a cocked. But that's all right. But you're doing good? Everything okay? I'm good. I'm good. I'm keeping busy with work, mm-hmm. you know, and I have an EP that's coming out next next Sunday on um, the 26th. So make sure that you guys check for that. Okay. So I mean, not next busy. Sunday, this Sunday, like, you know, this Sunday. Check for that on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere that music is found. It's called Insecure EP. So, you know, check for me, guys. Boom. All right. So then why don't you give us a little sample not of your EP, oh. but of a little free cast. Oh, that was such a good and cute segue or whatever. Show us what you made of, girl. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. You got that free cap ready for me? Yeah. All right, let's hit it. And three, two, uh, one, uh, free uh, cap. Ladies made it to the ski trip in. Carly Spice and she kind of tripping. After dildo chasing heart to heart, she kind of wondering why they still starting. Sierra baby scared I was a host. But the bam got them buns toasting. Scrapping fun to shoot it because he acting funny. Now he matching outfits with his other honey. Shining how he got her looking crazy. Roll up proud with another lady. Safari said if they matching fits, shoot a muscle quick because it's serious. Ooh, it mm. is serious. Yes, especially honey. with the matching outfits okay especially with the matching fits like uh-uh. but before we give cheyenne a call because obviously there there's a lot to <laughs> get into there yeah. let's let's take it to the slopes all right the ski trip here we go <laughs> she kind of gets a warm welcome from everyone when she rolls up but not from spice because well, not at all not at all no she's matching the weather and the energy outside of the ski trip which is cold right and she kind of is like yo i'm a little confused here what's going on so the, the beef at hand, you ask? It seems as though Shekinah told Spice she'd help her find a home in Atlanta so Spice can move her kids in. Clearly, it not, has not happened. So Spice doesn't want to be friends anymore. She's like, I'm no. done. Unsubscribe. But th- to be fair, she said there were other incidents, you know, before where she hasn't kept her word as come through yes. as a friend. You yep. know, she's made promises and put certain things out there. But when it comes down for the get down, she kind of is nowhere to be found. Exactly. So that's, so that's the straw the that broke the, the camel's back, I think they say. Yeah, yeah. That camel's back is busted. All right. Yeah, it's bust down. It's bust down. <laughs> but back to the other problem at hand, everyone taking a shot before doing this pregnancy test. I was like, OK, no problem. Turns out it's Bambi that has the bun in the oven, like right. what June said in the free cap, and so does Sierra. So, like, 
Just playing. Right. right. <laughs> Baby. Oh, but they got her good. And she she was a good sport about it because as upset as she was about it, I would have been a little bit more pissed when I found out it was a joke. Yeah. I'd be like, what? But, you know, you she what? was a good sport. And, you know, she looks so cute in, too. So Yeah, she did look very And listen, I'm, I'm sorry, but, you know, the, no one knows what's going on. And it's like the last shot for the next God knows how long. So, uh-huh. you know, I'm not mad at Bam for getting that last shot goodbye. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but Bam better watch out because when people get pranked, they like to do a little revenge. So she better keep one eye open. Right. All right. 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 So at all times. At all times. And they're on the ski trip. So hello. But the next day after we all settle down, the girls are opening up to each other about relationships where Shekinah right. talks about her past. So she's been in two different abusive ones. And that's why she's saying she doesn't date. Spice then lets her guard down with her situation and her children. She doesn't speak to their father. And, you know, she is the sole provider for them. Right. So that's probably why Spice is in her feelings about Shekinah not helping her find the house because there's a deeper meaning behind it. And I always like to say this. If you see somebody acting out over something that to you seems small, typically there is a trigger that is happening, folks. Okay. Right, and exactly, and I would, you know, I and I wouldn't be surprised if that trigger is rooted even deeper than her child's father. It's probably something that you know is is rooted, and she just is not having that in her life. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a. I really thought that that moment was going to mean that they were going to kind of be a little bit more cool, and you know, but that was not. No, no, no. Yeah, as many heart to hearts as you want. Uh, Spice and Carly are still giving Shekinah a hard time. Hard time. We, we even see it in next week's episode. Something's about to go off. Just right. like I uh, loved that scene. I saw right. snippet. I can't wait to see what happens next week. That but coming yeah, up was absurd. It was so absurd. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What's happening?" But again, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, they're coming in hot on Shekinah, just like KK was coming in pretty hot. On Cheyenne. So, right. June, you know where I'm going with this. Shall Let's we? Get her. Let's get her on the load. Yeah. Hello. <gasps> ring, 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 ring bitch. bitch. Pew, 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 pew. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Cheyenne, Cheyenne, how are you? Right. I'm doing amazing. How are you? We're, I'm doing pretty cute. You know, we're right. doing this little quarantine situation. How are you holding right. up? I'm holding up great right now. Everything is fantastic on my end. Okay. I, yeah, you seem very positive about that. All right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Posy vibes. We got to keep it posy and keep it light, you know? Mm-hmm. So clearly we have a lot of time on our hands, you know, present day. How is it watching back some of these Love & Hip Hop Atlanta episodes, miss? Well, I would say very interesting. Mm-hmm. I have to say that as well. I will give you that cosign. <laughs> Very interesting, um, appalled, mm-hmm. um, but I definitely was prepared. Okay. Right. Well, we got to take it back and pick up from last week. I need to know, what was going through your mind when KK busts out that blood that, <laughs> the that blood, blood pressure, pressure monitor? monitor. Yo, that had us <laughs> out. Like, I'm sure in the morning, I... you were like, miss, really? But us fans at home, when we saw that shit, she's like, I'm going to take this out to see how far I can go. I was like... <laughs> right. How was that so for you? My, my initial reaction was, I'm not gonna lie, I was laughing because I just could not believe right. that she would take it that far. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, um, I I can say about her, she's very funny, animated, right. mm-hmm. and we all know that she's over the top. Yeah. So you gotta kind of be prepared for what is coming your way when you right. have a conversation right, 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 right. with her. But yeah, I was definitely, um, I was definitely surprised, and it was funny to me. Yeah, yeah. no, it was definitely hysterical. Definitely I died. one of the iconic TV moments because I don't right. think I've ever seen that happen before. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that you found that just as funny. But like you said, you know, you always got to be prepared for KK. And Lejeune and I, when we watched it, we knew she was about to air out your shit. Okay. Yeah. And we I see that. Like, <laughs> I was waiting on it. Yeah. I was like, because you're you're not there yet, right? You're not ready to fess up to scrap about the shooter situation. KK does it for you. So do you wish that you did tell scrap a little earlier, right? Because right. okay, so. Go ahead. I, I would just I would just say like playing back this um 
that scene, I was sweating because I was saying in my head, like, I hope she does not say anything oh, before shit. I can say something. Mm. <laughs> yes. Right. No, I. But then 100%. when she's like making little comments, like, well, you know, S- Scrap is going out with Shooter and he's probably seen some things, and you're just like, what? Like, have you seen anything? And he's all, right. he busts out that, I don't know, nothing. Because if I was privy, yeah. if I was privy to your situation, maybe. But it seems like you don't care if you didn't tell me. And I'm like, oh my god, what in the sibling hell is going on? Right. <laughs> no, I knew yes. he was just chatting. I was like, no, he just saying that because he's mad. But what were you yeah. thinking though? Did you think he saw something? Well, I think he. For myself, I think I should have told him because I would have been more alert on what was going on if there was yeah. something going on, mm-hmm. and. You got to know, you know, guys are guys at the end of the day. Even though he's my brother, we, I still have to understand that guys are going to show guys a different side mm-hmm. without the woman being there. So right. it's, it, it is a, 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 I would say, it would have been an opportunity where he had seen something and never told me because he didn't know what we had going right. on. Right, yeah. right, right. Exactly. exactly. So yeah, I we can't know. necessarily fault him for that. <laughs> no, yeah, 100%. Very mature yeah. of you. Because he didn't know. And then it's like, I bet when he figured out the timeline, he probably was thinking in his head, like, do, 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 do. Uh, I'm not even going get, to get into anything. Because if <laughs> right. I would have known, then it would be nothing. But we know right. that Scrap and Shooter are looking to get into business together. And now Scrap is rethinking the whole thing. What do you think about that? Do you think that it's right that the business is affected in all this? you think he should go forward? Or are you with him like, yeah, bro, he violated. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> well, to a certain extent, you know, when you have a business some- with someone, you know, you're gaining their trust. Right. And mm-hmm. you can't have business without someone's trust. So at the end of the day, I understand why he feels that his trust has been broken with him because he should have said something regardless to the point that, oh, you know, um, you know, I didn't want him to say anything. But if he felt that they shouldn't have been doing business because of me and his relationship, he should have stopped at that point and said, you know, I don't think this may be a good business venture, meaning, that, you know, I'm dealing with you and, you know, it can just get real messy. So mm-hmm. I see both sides. But, you know, at the end of the day, if he decides, like, I don't want to do business with him, then shit, so be it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Scrap does say that to Shooter. He's just like, you know, why didn't you say anything to me? And Shooter was like, yo, Cheyenne told me not to say a single word. So it's just like, oh, shit. It's like a double edged sword. We can't wait over here. All right. But right. now onto this whole open relationship that Shooter and Kiyomi got going on. Right. I was completely shocked. And it seems like you were completely shocked. So you honestly had no idea. I had no clue. Okay. I was completely fucking shocked on what is going on. I mean, I had been dealing with him for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, right. We did take a break. And during that time, we took a break. I was, you know, pursuing my real estate. Once we did connect with each other you know all bets are on the table you know you kind of let somebody know what you have going on at that time right you don't leave them to kind of find that out later down the line because at the end of the day that would have changed the dynamic of the relationship or we might not have even went further than what we have been right. before so you know i just feel in that situation he should have said something regardless to the point of if, him thinking yeah. he shouldn't have or anything if he would have told you like yo we're in an open relationship you still want in on this would you have done it Hell no. Okay. <laughs> you know, I got to right. ask for the people, all right? We got to ask. Right. The people no. want to know. Yeah. But things, no. got, things got really tense between y'all, you and Kiyomi. And um, when Homegirl said you're too pretty to be acting this way, how did you take that? You know what? The thing about it is when I'm talking to someone, I don't need nobody interrupting. Right. At that point, I don't hear anything. Mm-hmm. I want to whoop some ass and take names later. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you look like you were about to do it. But if you had the KK's blood pressure monitor at that time, what what would it be at? A thousand. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's just fuel to the fire when you're having a conversation with an individual who you have a relationship with and someone else is coming from the left and then with such confidence because she was like, yes, honey, anything we do, we do together. I was like... Yeah, and and my thing is, what woman wants to share their man? Who right. openly wants to share their man and be okay with it? I don't want to share my man because I know one thing about me: I'm a boss, and I deserve 
one man right. to one woman right. that belongs to me. I'm not sharing nobody with you. Mm. And there's the nobody. <laughs> You. I'm not sharing nobody. I'm not sharing my man with anyone. Mm-hmm. So for a woman to belittle their self and de- de- degrade their self to saying, oh, I'm going to be with this man openly while he has other women and I know about you. At the end of the day, you're the fool. Well, she mm. seems to have other situations herself because she was like, you know, I have, you know, I have some other people I'm, t- I'm, I'm talking to and you do your thing here and there. So it sounds like she is. She's really? doing her thing too, so maybe it works for them. Um, because you know, and I've had some people that are like, "Hey, you want to join in on us?" And I'm all sexually, yes. Relationship, no. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. So I, yes, I'm a one man man too. But uh, once in a while, <laughs> I'm just like, "Who's that over there?" <laughs> but uh, a little fun night. Right. So, yeah, at the game night, obviously, we do see that some kicks are being thrown. Kiyomi's taking off her heels to toss at it, toss it at you. A lot going down. But then we see in next week's episode, you're crying to scrap on how your feelings are hurt. And you could tell from your soul that you're crying. And that was like a really quick teaser, too. Right. So are, are we still heartbroken a little bit or what's going on? No, I'm not heartbroken anymore. Okay. Um, Basically, you know, that was just a, um, you know, that's just a woman, a moment for any woman mm-hmm. that has feelings for a guy or had been dealing with someone. Yeah. Anytime that you put in a position to where you don't know something and you feel like a person has betrayed you right. and disrespected you, you know, that it takes a lot, you know, it, it takes a lot out of you. And just to, you know, just to go back to that moment. Yes, I was, you know, I was very emotional because my feelings were hurt. I, were, mm-hmm. I was in my feelings at that time. You you were I could tell because I was like she won't act like this typically because you 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 seem very calm cool and collected a lot of times, but mm-hmm. that somebody pushed a button there on you. I was like, oh, yeah. she is yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, a button was definitely pushed. Okay, so I could go there at some time, but um, yeah, definitely. Like I said, at that moment, I was in my feelings. I did cry, and you know, sometimes you gotta cry to get over a situation right. and kind of move on and move forward. Right. Yeah, and again, you were completely blindsided by it, so you had no idea yeah. what was going on. No so. idea on what was going and on. And aside from feelings, there's a betrayal that comes, that, and there's frustration yeah. from that because, you know, regardless of anything else, at the end of the day, you blindsided me, so it's hard. Yeah. yeah. And then we Trust do, broken. And we see that, uh, <laughs> you know, you and Scrap are meeting up with Shooter and Kiyomi at a parking garage. Mm-hmm. You're going to be good, right? Yeah. You're like, we'll see. <laughs> she gave me a whole beat and a pause on that. She's like, right. That yes. yes was a little suspicious, but we going to run with you on two. that. She, exactly. You got to stay tuned for that. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, honestly, yeah, thank you so, so much for your time and yes. for answering our phone call. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank All you right. for calling. No problem. So keep it cute and we'll right. see what you do next week. Okay. And stay safe. Right. Bye, baby. Bye. Bye, bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh, um, that was a nice phone call with Miss Cheyenne. I know. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I get a little nervous having to like dabble into these folks' lives. Like I understand that it is on a TV show, but when you're talking to them one on one like that, and it's like, hey, so you got yourself it in an open real. relationship? Are you okay? Right, and you're like, would you have gotten yeah. down? And people's like, who, who am like, I? Hey, I know. <laughs> you better go and ask the hard hitting questions <laughs> that our fan siders want to know. <laughs> I'm always here for everybody. I'm like, take me down. <laughs> no, so, that was really good. She's cool. I try, I try. So over to Ti and Tiny Friends and Family Hustle, Miss Boss Baby Eris is getting to work on her cosmetics line, and Tiny is trying to get a commercial going. Right. Everyone seems to be into it except for, of course, Major. Major. Uh, he would rather do nothing, nothing, and not even breathing, right. apparently. So I was like, okay. Listen, and, let me ask you something. Speaking yeah. of that, have you ever like found yourself not breathing and you had to like tell yourself, breathe? <laughs> like, Yes. So when like, I work out at the gym, actually, <laughs> that happened because you're not supposed to hold you your ass. Breath. Funny you ask. <laughs> let me flex really quick. But no, sometimes where I'm like... <gasps> Because your gut instinct is like, let me hold my breath and do it. But right. that, I guess that's how you can get a whole hernia. Not, not even know, a whole, know, a yeah. half a hernia, one-fourth a hernia, quarter hernia, all I that. was born with a hernia, but... What? Right, let's just get back to family. Right, sorry. <laughs> back to major not wanting to breathe, okay? He's right. just like, I don't want to do nothing for this commercial, <laughs> even though my dad, Tip, is uh, going to direct it. And Tip is asking for Earl Grey tea to get things going. I don't think right. he ever got it. 
Scorsese never would. Uh, right. Then never would. The final commercial is very cute, though. It was so good. And I love that it ended um, with a yes. Yeah. And I was like, yes, boss moves, Miss <laughs> Eris. She's so cute. And I loved when they had the meeting with Tiny's manager. And she was really giving her feedback on what she wanted. Yeah. She was like, She's I like, need mango. Yep. Let me try bubble gum. She has, you know, she knows what she wants. And it's good that they show that because, like, Tiny said, people think, like, oh, Tiny, Tiny's probably running this. And it's just like, no, no, no. See, look, she's liking the smell. Like strawberry, no, yes. Yeah. I'm no, into it. I'm boss. into it. She's a boss. Very, very cute. And then you have Monica's son Rocco going on a cute makeshift date with his mama. Rocco. And he got it all right. He's he got it all gentleman. right. He has his first girlfriend. Monica's putting him through a gentleman's course. Yes. And on the date, Rocco is busting out the chivalry, as you just said. Like, the door's being opened. The chair's again pulled out. He's letting her order first. Right. He's paying. And I do like, though, that tip, she, he's doing all the right things. But again, you do have to keep in mind that, like, okay, is Rocco aware that whatever Monica's teaching him may not be what the young lady he prefers would prefer? Well, in my mind, looking at the woman who raised him, that could be a thing, right? Mm -hmm. But I think that he'll find it in his best interest because he does seem like I, I just a you know he comes he kid. seems like a respectful young man, and I yeah. feel like he should have a respectful young lady. And I think that the young lady who doesn't want that is not his match. Exactly. And overall, people just like respect in general. So if you're opening up, like even for me, if somebody's opening up the door for me, I'm like, oh shit, what do I got to do? Right. What did exactly. I do to deserve you're this? Gonna, you're not going to be like, uh, drop to so the here's knees. my thing. Like, it's all cute and fine and dandy. And here's like what I really like to check for. It's cute if you open the door when we go to the restaurant, you open the door when we approach a door. But like when we get to the car, mm. are you opening that passenger side door or not? Nah? Because that's a lot. I don't know. For me, I know. I'm just like, oh, I got to go on the other side of this damn car open the door and then like, I know Wah. that's why I appreciate it when I appreciate it because you know I you know went on a date well I'm dating somebody that does that and it's so cute right now the only yeah the only oh. person that well not now since you know we're locked down but before the quarantine <laughs> you know I had gone on a couple of dates with this person and no one's ever done that but my dad but anyway oh. wait has this person checked on you since you've been in quarantine yeah we talk on the regs whoa all but right that's cute Okay. That was deep. All right. So okay. the, the advice doesn't <laughs> stop there. Whatever. Regine is getting some fatherly insight from Daddy O'Wayne, yeah. stemming from her breakup with Lucci. He's saying, listen, if someone doesn't love themselves, they won't know how to love. And mm. Ru, RuPaul says it every week, too. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an right. amen up in here? Boom. Right. <laughs> but it is totally legit, though, because I'm not going to lie. I have dated somebody that was like that. And guess what? What? I'm single. It didn't yeah, work out. exactly. But no, and also I think that's why I wanted to take some time before I even started dating again after my last breakup because I was mm -hmm. like, you know what? Let me get to know myself and love myself you. and who I am in this current space right now because we all evolve and grow. And so it's very important to love yourself and know and be in touch with who you are before you can love anybody else. And sometimes other people that don't know how to do that will treat you wrong. Boom. That was we got a lot of layers going on over here, right? And you know, all inspired by the man who wrote "How to Love." <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> so overall, Toya is happy that you know Lil Wayne and Nay are getting closer, right. which brings her to think about the estranged relationship she has with her dad. Which is a beautiful cycle, isn't it? Because it is. Red was already trying to like push encourage the her. Yes, so it's good that she's down to reach out to her dad, but there are mm -hmm. some nerves that you know, the effort won't be there. Mm -hmm. So if you don't try, you'll never know. That's true. It's like true. Latoya's husband, Tommy, he's open to trying out grief canceling. Okay. I don't know where right. that accent just came from. Sorry about that. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. It was cute. It was a past life accent. Thank you. Um, so they have pastors, John and Aventer Gray stop by to help them out. They, there's a trust level there, okay? They've married yeah. them. They've went through counseling with them. And I like how they didn't have them chat collectively as a group first because, you know, sometimes when that happens, you're on the defense already because you're like, well, mm -hmm. I got to prove him wrong and show these people that I'm right and he's wrong. Yeah, and so then when you go off into your separate corners, you're not speaking honestly. You're speaking from a place of defensiveness, as you said, and uh -huh. like anger. And it was good that they got to pour their hearts out. Yep. And then come together. And that was so sweet when he got that last word. Like, she is just as vulnerable as you. And they had I that know. embrace. The I hug. felt that. 
I, I so felt that too. And right. you know, on her one-on-one, Latoya opens up how she's never had time to grieve because she has to be strong for her husband. But hearing him sob every night is breaking her soul since she knows that he's hurting because he's trying to be strong for her. I know. And shows that he doesn't cry. And then with Tommy now in his chat, the pastor saying the idea of African-American men don't cry weighs heavily that you have to find a healthy way and outlet for grief. Which, it's so true. Which is very true because clearly that's what's going on. He doesn't want to cry in front of her and she's hearing him cry at night. So after they're done with the one-on-ones, Pastor John is like, listen, seek certified mar- mar- marital counseling. Not yeah. that it's a bad thing, though. Right. And hopefully they'll get on the mend because as we already said last week when we chatted with her they're couple goals okay i know they're too cute so i know that they'll make it through this little storm and you know one thing is that you know i have no doubt that they'll succeed but sometimes you have to go through yeah. the struggle <laughs> to really come to out solidify stronger. that foundation so it's a part right. of the process so exactly we'll see, them sh- we'll see the glow up soon of Stay course tuned. look oh okay lejune are you do you know something i don't know, I don't know? <laughs> listen no but everything's been rhyming have you noticed that i'm just like rhyming these little things yeah when i'm talking and right, i'm whatever. all what's was, going on i'm still in free cap mode i don't see that i don't know i'm into I don't it know. this whole thing should be a free cap all right all right so next week's episode latoya is hosting an event where escape is receiving the urban music icon award and the yes. girls go on a glamping trip y'all i love a good right. glamping trip it always makes me laugh. i know but so, like a little tension with the glamping trip a little bit but we'll see we'll see we'll see <laughs> so before we call jess from black ink crew new york and widow von du from rupaul's drag race lejeune Ooh. what is the hashtag for the conversation ladies and gents if you want to get in this conversation with us use that hashtag vh100 podcast Boom. So Mm -hmm, Black mm -hmm. Ink Crew, New York. Alex feels like Donna is serious about their relationship since she shut down, quote unquote, that Tati situation. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. I know. I love when you do that. (laughs) I'm like, what ranch? Where (laughs) are we going? By ranch, I mean (laughs) Donna's pants. I know. (laughs) So Alex. Or lack thereof. uh, Hello. Honestly. Mm -hmm. So Alex is telling Kwani how he brought a ring to propose while they're out in Hawaii, which seems like he picked out on his own. I was very proud of him. I was like, okay, sir. But on the girls' surfing lesson after Tati sees Donna and all that ass squeezing into the suit, you could tell she's like, mm, I'm missing that old thing. She does like a little right. lip bite. I'm all, okay, uh, yeah. here it goes. And then they get themselves in a hot tub. The stars are out. It's romantic as shit. And Lejeune already said it. Cut to them ending up in bed together for a quote-unquote nap. And there's some under-the-cover action. Where is Alex during this jacuzzi and nap time? Like, well, Alex is with but, the guys. You know what? He's he's with the guys. You're right, and he's trusting his girl. He's like, you know what? She shut this thing down, and I trust my babe. So, <laughs> what's he gonna do? Be on her every minute? No, they're out in Hawaii. They're living their life. Oh my goodness, this is so much. I don't know what to do. <laughs> the spiral. <laughs> so, over to the guys. They're having a male bonding experience by learning traditional Hawaiian dances out in the jungle. Everyone- I love that. Do you remember any of it? I remember obviously the humping. Kuma, yeah. Kuma. I'm all like, yeah, ooh. I think they said Kuma, Kuma, yeah, yeah. They were feeling that. They definitely were. And you could tell that they didn't know what they were getting themselves into because everyone no. is decked out in athletic gear except for Walt, who's like wearing this beautiful tropical shirt. He got white linen pants on, some nice kicks. All right. And it turns out his outfit was just as fine because the moves didn't need all that athletic gear. But they were no. like almost like boy band status with their moves. They're like, boom, boom. I, I like and then it. as the, when they went when they left the stage then they exited stage left still doing their the routine. things it was like okay yeah. give us that encore that was so good but it's not all fun and games when Richard aka oh shit shows up so we have to give Jess a call because yes. being a bride to be she's awfully I say this a lot calm cool and collected I know <laughs> for this whole thing so let's get her on the line we have to we gotta call him up Hey, y'all. <gasps> ring, 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 bitch. Pew, pew, pew. Ah, yeah. Hi. <laughs> hey. How we doing? How's quarantine life? Um, Quarantine life is pretty much the same and different for me because I'm an essential worker, so mm. I have to still go out to work. Oh, my God. Thank um, you. I didn't know right, that about thank you. Thank you. You know, much yes, love yes, and yes. respect to the essential workers out there. 
So you thank you, can, you thank you. You could talk to us from the frontline perspective. How are things? Because Lejeune and I were actually just talking about how there is some confusion out there on on mm-hmm. a situation. Like, does detergent? I'm not that I'm asking you to answer these questions, but does detergent <laughs> help kill it? You know, if the germ is on your clothes, and like some governors are saying, let's open up. The, you know what I mean? It's just like a, a lot of confusion. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of confusion, and even with you know. Because I'm in the medical field, you would think that the information that we get um, is just as accurate, but it changes so much. Mm, so yeah. I'm at this point, I'm just going on faith over right. fear. Right. And that's it. And just making sure I take the proper precautions, making sure my patients are good and just, you know, com- continue to support the community how I can. Well, thank and not you. Really, you're welcome. And not really relying like on the government because they're moving like super slow. Got so, yeah. it. Well, yeah, but again, thank that, you so, so good. much. Thank you. Uh, so first, we got to say, right. we know that you took a beat to get mm-hmm. into the, the wedding mindset, right? Mm-hmm. But that beat is done. Yes. We're so happy for y'all. Yes. Because literally, you feel the love and that chemistry through the screen, which is like, very hard to literally. do. Literally. Mm-hmm. And uh, so is it safe to say that the past is actually in the past? Because I know you had some hangups on the, the infidelity of it all, et cetera, which as anybody would, not to say that's a hangup, but... Mm-hmm. Is, do we feel like that's in the past now? <laughs> um, I definitely feel it's in the past. You know, I'm, I'm really happy that Walt and I took those proper steps to, like, go to therapy and really learn some tools that we could apply yes. um, for the future. Because, you know, this is real life shit. And, like, you know, things happen and you plan to be with someone forever. It's like you you have to realize that you made for out of love and right. go in love again and all that other stuff. So definitely all that nonsense is behind us and okay, good. we're good and we're just moving in the in the right in the right uh path now. well yes. that's a beautiful thing and you know we had walt call into the podcast and i told him i said you know you can't rush a woman to get married because you know females sometimes we have this whole vision that we have been conjuring up in our mind for a long time so i just want you to know that she i had sure your did. back and now look how you had that whole beautiful <laughs> hawaii wedding and everything <laughs> Yes. Look at Lejeune so, ch- trying to take all the I'm credit for the Hawaiian wedding. I'm not trying to take all the credit, but I'm just saying I did put some positive <laughs> right, right, vibes right. out there. But let me ask you, were you a, yeah, bride- thank you. Were you a bridezilla at all? Because you seemed we- really calm, cool, collected, and cute throughout the whole process. No, not at all. Um, what was actually the broomzilla, as I called <laughs> it. Yeah, because he was very much trying to take over the whole thing and for me i'm a virgo <laughs> and i i move very logical and strategic mm. so you know i was definitely thinking about everything and everything has to be perfect so no i was just more listening to what he had to say and just all right let's just go with the flow at some at some point i feel like all right i have to you know give in and just enjoy the moment as he tells me so oh, that's what i end up doing it looks so beautiful yeah you definitely did enjoy the moment because you could tell you were like a whole mood out in hawaii like very relaxed. oh my goodness i sure was <laughs> i think this is the first time that i've actually like really just just let it all flow and did whatever i wasn't thinking about anything but just you know marrying him and just having a good time Aww. and just really enjoying the moment yeah, yeah we we like a hawaiian just ski yes. slope just though <laughs> Woo! Right. Don't try it. Don't get don't Jess end. on those skis. So I right? Boom. Ooh, baby. <laughs> I know. You know, I've grown so much since then, but she's there. She's there. Yes, exactly. Yeah, don't don't look at her the wrong way, all right? But um, so Walt is actually concerned about some things, like Richard and Kitty showing up for the wedding. So you legit weren't pressed or stressed about them two showing up with 113th there? I mean... I was really hoping that, you know, I'm just really like, no, I'm not pressed at all because I just feel like they have love for Walt and Walt has a lot of love for them. And, um, you know, I wasn't, I was good. Yeah, we saw that. So you were like, basically, (laughs) no, she said they're going to fall in line at for my wedding. I don't know. About right, else. <laughs> right, right, right. But no, at the end of the day, it felt, I felt like it was a lot of petty bullshit. Like, come on, y'all. Right. Y'all can save this for another time. Yeah, but I mean, when Caesar was hyping you guys up about the activities lined up for the day to plan the role of events and, you and know, Richard. Like, yes! Right. You know, everybody's <laughs> like, ooh, ah. And then Richard rolls up behind him. Even Tati's like, oh, shit. What was your reaction <laughs> when he rolled up? 
I mean, he was very calm with the with sub C, so I thought that was pretty dope of him. Right. And right. yeah, I was in shock, like you know, like everybody else. But then I'm just like, it'll be fine. Right. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I love Justin. Like it'll be fine. Well, and that's just- <laughs> why it is because you knew it. Like honestly, I feel like we create the circumstances when we're like, exactly. oh shit, it's about to hit the fan. It's gonna hit the fan. Yeah, well, we just Teddy, put that in the universe. Teddy was not here for it, okay? Because uh, yeah, no. he literally in front of Richard, I, I died. Was you know kind of going in on Walt. He's like, "Yo, you should not have invited him." And obviously, Walt does take him to the side to have a conversation. All right. So, Jess, did that cross your mind at all? Like, oh shit, maybe we should have given Caesar the heads up since he did the house and we're having the wedding here now and all that fun stuff. I mean, you know, at the time when all because I was basically trying to keep a surprise, right? right. When. Yeah. When um when C's was telling me, oh, you know, I'm going to come out there. We're going to come out there. So, again, love for Walt. That's what I was banking on. So it was like, all right, fine. You can express how you feel and I understand where you're coming from. Right. And they all had a valid point, you know, because they were kind of surprised by Kitty and oh shit being there. So, mm-hmm. um, so I expected that. You know, I expected a conversation to happen and, you know, just talk it out communicate and leave it it in the past. So yeah, because that's why some people wonder, they're like, wait, Jess knew that the the folks from 113th are coming in so why didn't she, you know, tell Walt like, yo, maybe you should give him a heads up. But as you're saying, leave it in the past, right? Right. Yeah, positive vibes. Positive vibes. Positive energy. Because, you know, we did get a little flashback of Bay's rehearsal dinner where things did go a little south and west. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, you know what, honestly, I kind of felt, be- I mean, I, I just started hanging around everyone, so I kind of felt like, okay, I didn't really see that much animosity between the crew, even when they did talk about old things, so I kind of was like, you know, it, it may not be that bad, it may be okay, Yeah. so... <laughs> Yeah. That's nice. And then y'all had like a separate party where everybody is vibing. Oh, and- I loved your fit. <laughs> Thank you, I came prepared, I came to put on the show. Uh, yeah, no, you were definitely there. (laughs) But yeah, everybody was having a good-ass time with the strippers. And then Donna has Richard sit next to Caesar. Everyone starts chanting for them to talk. So that kind of gets awkward. And uh, Caesar's like, listen, I'm going to leave right on time, though, because that's when Kitty strolls in. So what are your thoughts on this whole Caesar and Richard beef? Like, I know you've already said it's petty or whatever, but obviously there's, like, a deep thing there. So what, what are your thoughts? I mean... I feel, yeah, I feel like because they, they do have a long history of friendship and, you know, feelings was hurt and, and loyalty was tested. Um, I definitely feel that, you know, it did get awkward at the moment, but I, I feel like they can get past that. You know, she's shown a lot of growth in the last couple of, um, I guess, years. So I don't know. But, um, yeah, I feel like it's, it's hope for them. Okay. Be cordial at least. I mean, look at at Puma and Caesar. Like, no one ever thought that they would come together. So, as they say, time heals all wounds. Indeed. Yes. And of course, what about Kitty though? Because that's like that is like a deep one. There's a lot of anger there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with these women, you know, we we just hold on to things (laughs) and we will drag it the fuck out. Um, So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't okay. know. I really don't know what's up with them. <laughs> so we see- I just keep it cute on both ends. That's it. Yeah, you yeah, sure I'm do. Not. You're just like, I'm here I'm to get neutral. married. I'm <laughs> neutral. Right. I'm here to get married. I'm in Hawaii. And that's yeah, that. no, that's it. Uh, so we see in the previews for next week's episode, Donna and Kitty go at it as expected. And right. um, the wedding might get some unexpected rain. And then Alex is going to pop a question to Donna. So again, you being, because I know some brides that would be like, "Uh uh-uh, the rain's going to piss me off and there's no chance in hell you're about to pop the question. So in your mind, you're, I'm assuming you're fine. I mean, y'all got to wait and see. Y'all got to wait and see. I can't give it all away. I got (laughs) to leave some, some type of, you know, some type of stuff. Fine, fine, fine. fine. Give us that cliffhanger. Thanks a lot. Exactly. (laughs) You're welcome. Well, we want to know, we need to know what else you have going on. What else is going on in Jess's life? Um, well, with me, I'm just really getting into the whole TV world. I've never really been a fan of being, um, you know, I'm more of a behind the scenes person, especially like Mm -hmm. with the work I do, um, being in the medical field. And then I just recently started um, building my consulting company. Um, So, yeah, I'm just really getting out there. Like I started doing lives because that's what everyone is doing now in quarantine. Mm -hmm. And um, I sort of turned it into like a a talk show. 
so I call it oh, Energy nice. Talk oh. with Jess. Okay. Yeah, so every Wednesday, I talk about the show, and every Friday, I have, like, a, a guest come on, and we talk about resources and just, you know, keeping people in the positive spirit throughout this time. So, oh, yeah, I, like I don't that. know. I'm just, I'm just letting my spirit lead me to where wherever it's going, and I know it's all, like, good things. Let okay. me ask So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. What kind of consulting? Well, I sort of um, help, like, new entrepreneurs like start their business like you know a lot of people don't really know what they want to focus on or they have an idea they don't know how to execute it Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I do a consultation for that and then I co-created an intervention for transgender women um, who are HIV positive and that intervention is being uh, replicated in three other states so I support them with capacity building technical assistance so I'm just trying to build my consulting around that because I've been working with trans women for 15 years now. Mm. So I have a lot of experience with, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. helping programs and organizations. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's dope. Okay. Is there, Thank is you. there a tie, like a special meaning with trans women at all for you? Cause um, that's like, it's very, you don't hear that that often, you know what I mean? And I appreciate it. Cause I'm a part of like the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. and just hearing that it's like, Oh, you know, Thank you. Right. Right. And that's, you know what? I just felt like um, that's where my purpose was when I got mm-hmm. presented with the job. Um, first, it was more like I was the HIV prevention specialist to work in a trans program. But then once I got to know about the community, I just kind of forgot about the labels and just focused like, okay, this person is a human being and they need help with yeah. services that is unique to them. Thank you, so that, Jess. People forget that. Not even yeah, for so our, like for everybody. Everyone, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Right. So that was my motivation. And then I just, it sort of just took off from there. Like I've learned so much from working with the trans community and just LGBT mm. folks in general, how resilient they are, how they just, you know, they continue to fight for their rights and they've inspired me to do stuff for my community. So it's just, I do have, um, a connection to the trans community because they have taught me so much. So mm. yeah, it's, it's been that. And I've done so many great things with them, like, like getting, you know, for them to get their insurances and mm-hmm. their surgeries covered and, and people just need help everything. with that. Yeah, definitely. yeah, exactly. So yeah, I've done a lot of work with them that I'm proud of. And yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you so much on that. And of course, you know, being there on the front lines during these very trying times. So we really do appreciate you. And obviously, thank you so much. Bringing such joy and happiness to our boy, Walt. Right. Thank you for that, too. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you for being you. Right. And for for picking up for us, you know. Yeah, because we're lazy right now. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Love you guys. Yeah. Love you, too. Have a beautiful day and we'll chat soon. Bye. Oh my gosh, she's really just gonna leave us with that cliffhanger like that, though. I know. You know? Okay, do us like that. Okay. <laughs> that's why I'm always so impressed with our talent sometimes, because even know. though that they know that we work here, they're all like, no, 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 don't try yeah, me. Yeah, don't try me. Right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> but no, I'm so happy to have that kind of conversation, because you don't know the other side of our talent sometimes, and that's why I, I, I enjoy talking to I was to like, wait, hold on, on let me bring it back. What's this consultation you're doing? Yeah, like, a whole bunch of stuff, because you would never right. know. That's what right. you find out on VH1. So shout out to Jess, you know, being on the front lines and just giving back. Exactly. Spreading Thank those you, positive Jeff. vibes. <laughs> so over to RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. Heidi in Closet, where I'm from the bottom to the top, y'all. Mm-hmm. We called it last week. It's probably some good luck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know, I know. So she won the maxi challenge where each queen only had 20 minutes to get an infomercial together for a drag queen lifestyle brand called Droop. So right. congratulations to Heidi on that, because that's a lot of pressure. I know it was a lot of pressure, and it was, like, off to a rough start in the beginning. A little bit. A little bit. You know, because Heidi wasn't really giving all that personality that we got here on the podcast, and <laughs> also that Subtle she was pride. serving <laughs> in between takes. So I'm glad that she was able to, like, bring it to life on camera. You and me both, because when that director pointed that out, I was like, in between takes, you're doing, you're, you're there. Like, your light is there, but then when that right. camera rolls. And that that happens to people sometimes, because they freeze, and like, how am I going right. to deliver this? And shout out to the director for that direction because had it not been for that, you know. mm -hmm. She may not Mm -hmm. have been in the top. Okay. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, this put Widow and Jan in the bottom two where Jan had to sashay away. And she was pretty hysterical this episode, not like in the funny hysterical way like emotion wise over Britta's elimination and still in disbelief that she didn't win the musical challenge because that's what she does and I don't know if you know this so I live in Astoria and Jan often performs at my local gay club no have you seen Jan live 
A million percent, Shut yes. Up. Yeah, so she does sing live, definitely brings it to the stage. So I understood why she was so upset for not yeah. winning the, the musical challenge from last No, no, episode. I feel it. I feel it. It's like when you're yeah. like, oh, I do this, this is what I do. You're exactly. going to definitely feel some type of way. But, you know, there was some shady comments because folk were saying, you know, when she was crying about Britta leaving, they're like, are you upset about your friend going home? Or is it really a situation where you're just upset that you didn't win that challenge, honey? Exactly. So, so. We'll, we, we don't know, but I guess it's like, if somebody won a free cap award and you didn't get it no, <laughs> they'd be yeah, like sorry totally. <laughs> but like, what? I invented the free cap <laughs> how dare you right so uh, Widow was also shedding some tears this episode so I yeah. said we check in on her let's see what's up with Widow okay hello <gasps> ring ring bitch hey Hello, hello. What is going on? How was your birthday? Uh, well, besides, you know, just staying in the house and playing video games. I mean, <laughs> that, that's all you can do. I mean, right. yeah, I've had a couple of friends that have like 30th birthday parties. So we had to do a little Zoom situation and, Cute. you know, had some drinking games and that's it. But is, is that all yeah. you're, is that all you're doing during quarantine is video games? Uh, yeah, I've been uh, doing video games and working on my album. And- yes. Oh. Slap <laughs> that in there. Plug, 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 plug. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's what I've been doing. So just- I love it. <laughs> no, I like that. So wait, where are the Leslie Jones autographed yellow pumps? <laughs> so uh, in my apartment, I have a like like a cabinet area in my kitchen mm-hmm. and it has like all of my old crowns from pageants that I've done okay. and like pictures and stuff like that and it also mm-hmm. has those shoes up there. Oh, cute, cute, cute. <laughs> well, of all the guest judges thus far, who were you the most starstruck by? Uh, Shaka. Yes. We knew it! Yes, yes. <laughs> That yes. was a lot. Yeah, because so we know that you didn't want to cry in front of Shaka Khan during the judges' critiques. Mm-hmm. But obviously, some waterworks were flowing. And you mentioned that you lost the spark of having fun that week and you got in your head. Any mm-hmm. regrets around that? I mean, I didn't want to, you know, have the lipstick in front of Shaka Khan yeah. to a Shaka mm-hmm. Khan song. And, you know, my only regret was that I didn't get you know, I didn't do as well as I was hoping. Like, I literally thought that I was doing, you know, the damn thing. And just watching it, I was like, ooh, girl. Okay. But no. that's all right. Right. That's, right, a, right. that's a good way to give yourself some feedback and constructive criticism. Because you're like, exactly. okay, that didn't work out for me. So that's why sometimes we listen to ourselves back and we're all, damn, you talk too fast or you talk about your sex life too much. So exactly. you you note yourself and you're like, let's tweak it, girl. And if that doesn't work, my mom is like, what you need to do. Anyway, no, but I love that Shaka Khan came backstage and held your hand. Did Were we loving this moment? Were those hands sweaty? Like, what was going Hello? on with those palms? Because that's your icon. When, when she t- grabbed my hand, I just I just wanted to scream. I oh. couldn't even, like, I couldn't even speak. Like, she walked in the room and I just sat there and I was like, I can't talk. And everybody's like, Widow, say something. And I was like, I don't know what to say. That's (laughs) so cute. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, she sure did say something which resonated clearly. She Mm -hmm. said, anything negative, you can whip its ass. And your whole vibe changed for the better. Did that Mm -hmm. help your mindset for the lip sync? Sitting next to her and hearing those words come out of her legendary mouth, Mm. it literally just, like, it just turned on my pilot light and then just... I was like, all right, bitch, you got everything you needed. You got the blessing of the queen herself. Exactly. I felt like she was talking to me, too. I was like, I'm going to whip his ass. That's right. I I was about to. Yeah, you're right. I was like, this fucking quarantine. Yeah, what? Right. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Come on, Corona. What's up? (laughs) So, unfortunately, uh, you, you were in the bottom two with Jan. And when you hear the words, the time has come for you to lip sync for your life. Mm -hmm. Good luck and finish it for us. Don't fuck it up. Hey, what's going through your head? And you're allowed to curse on this, by the way. So do, <laughs> give us the real. What was going through your head? For real. I was like, damn it, perfect. And I was like, shit, I don't know if I can curse on this. Yeah, no, girl. <laughs> I always do this. I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> so literally it was going through my head. So I, I've said it even about like my, like the lip sync with Nicki Minaj was, it's game time when mm. Rue says the words. It's like you're at the starting line, and like the checker flag is about to get you know. And the lighting, waved. hello. And you know, once it starts splashing, it's like, all right, bitch, 
it, it's game time. It's we're in it. And like, I'm already in fight mode. Like no matter what I'm in fight mode with, I'm on stage performing and that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And y'all definitely turned it out. Yeah. Both of y'all turned it out. Do you have a feeling? Did you have a feeling that you would hear Shantae, you stay? I mean, I was, I mean, I was always hoping it and I'm glad I got it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't want to have that moment that I also had to leave in front of Shaka Khan. I was right. like, it was already bad enough that I'm in the bottom in front of Shaka Khan. And I was like, God damn it, if I have to fucking leave as well. Yeah. Right. And, so you're like, and, no, and not is, today. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> and it is super tough because obviously, we know, like, we always say that it's like a, pres- a pressure cooker situation. So it's already intimidating having, obviously, RuPaul there and then right. Michelle and all the judges. And then when you have these icons coming right. in, you're just like, oh uh-huh. my God. And. I do love that uh, during Untucked, when you had your conversation with Jan, you're like, let's yeah. give them a reason to keep us both here. You don't hear that often on, during Untucked. And you were both very emotional during this episode. So what made you say that to Jan? Because I know that Jan and I, we got real close during you know the season. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was just kind of fucked up that it feels like we were being slept on a lot for certain challenges Mm. and and i was like it's not our time it's not our time to go bitch let's yeah fuck this up let's let's get a double shot at you stay i like because like i even said like i i'm a big fan of jazz i've been a big fan of jazz before the show and okay and just the fact that you know like our rusical i thought she should have won and mm-hmm. i thought i should have been in the top and literally it's like it's not our time to go bitch it's not let's yeah let's give them a reason to keep us and then mm-hmm. during during a lip sync it is tough though because obviously you have to focus on yourself and your own performance but i i couldn't i don't know if i could be able to do it because i would be like all right what's this girl doing over here oh, she's doing a split boom <laughs> backhand spring <laughs> or like whatever so i can't I don't even know, imagine i feel like you'd be in your own world doing your thing and your opponent would be like what is it what did this bitch just do <laughs> that's literally that's literally how it is like uh like I've read a lot of stuff about like my lipsticks, like even from the like the first one, they were like, "Oh, she went too hard," and is that I was like, "But I gave you an, I, I gave you a fucking show." That's no, what you I want. was, I was like, <laughs> honestly, I got emotional while you were doing that because I was like, "Oh, it was my from goodness, the soul, you like you felt a, it. You are evoking Shaka Khan, and I was just like imagining being Shaka Khan watching you give me. Oh, and I was but- like. Oh, it- Lejeune has so- time during this quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I just like I just literally feel like if somebody was to perform my music in front of me, like I would want them to wear it the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> and you and you sure do. I will well, let send me the album. Yeah. <laughs> I will zoom you. I will zoom you. Yes. <laughs> and then clearly I don't know if your knee if your knee was still hurting during the lip sync, but you could not tell whatsoever. So good right, on you. Right, right. I forgot about that it, knee now. It, it's all the adrenaline like I keep like that's why I even said in the episode for the roots but I was like look I may be hurt but a bitch is still gonna do what it does like mm-hmm. exactly the, when they when when the, the lights are on the music is playing like I can't feel a goddamn thing wait speaking the of that like, <laughs> what do you think about the shady boo comments where people were like why is she still talking about that knee that was the first challenge uh, did you see those comments how did you feel uh-huh. about those? uh because people <laughs> I guess everybody expect me to be fucking Wolverine or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> like what they don't realize that on the show, I was 290 pounds and my big ass landed on that very hard, smooth stage. You busted out that Real spot. hard. And I was like, oh, you hit your knee. And like, even in rehearsal, I hit my knee. And I was like, this is going to fucking suck. And I tore my knee open. Oh, and I was yeah. like, and I was like, like you can't just come back from a knee injury so quickly, no. especially when you're on your feet and you're doing all this stuff yeah, and you're, you're doing lose. challenges. Yeah, like it's it's challenge after challenge, and like there's no downtime for me to yeah. sit. Put your knee up. You couldn't put knee. the knee up. Hello. <laughs> so uh, we want to play a quick game with you called Ruhu Ru What, where we will quiz you on the who, what, where, and why from this current season. So are you ready? You so. <laughs> You're like, I don't have a choice. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Love that attitude. All right. So but <laughs> first question. When Nikki doll sashayed away, she left one of her wigs behind. Rue, where did she put it? Uh, she put it over in Heidi Station. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Hey. Check you, out. you better pay attention. All right, Lejeune, what's the next question? 
This queen played the iconic broccoli role for the world's worst talent show. Rue, who was it? Delia Sin. Hello, <laughs> ding, 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 okay. ding. That was very iconic. A lot of pop-ups after that too, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. Rue, what does the word Apollo lie mean? <laughs> if you don't get I this, get no, I'm kidding. I was like, bitch, I don't get this one right. <laughs> Apollo lie, a fake apology. Yes. And now, for further clarity, can you right. use it in a sentence for us? Right. <laughs> oh, I hate when backtracking ass bitches be trying to apologize. <laughs> yeah, that, that sentence sounds familiar to me. <laughs> last question, last question. Jan had the waterworks flowing this past episode, but Rue, why? Because her best friend Britta went home. At least that's what she says. Oops, and supposedly, there you go. supposedly, you say? <laughs> <laughs> Good job! Woo, yeah, you you got it. You aced. You aced. You aced that. Thank you for playing. Rue, who, rue, what? So that was fun. Yeah, it was cute, right? We try it. We try to get a little creative while we're locked up at yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then on next week's episode, we see we got some debates going on for our next drag queen president, and the runway mm-hmm. look is stars and stripes realness. So we look forward to what you're bringing on. Okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. Telling you all the thick and juicy. Of course. Because okay. uh, I, I saw you in that red, white, and blue before, so <laughs> I'm trying to see. What you <laughs> uh, before we let you go, anything you want to get off your chest, or you feel good? I feel great. I mean, I enjoy what I do, and a bitch will always give you a show. That's all I okay. gotta say. And that's called the sign-off, folks. <laughs> okay. Thank you, widow. That's my new Thank sign-off you. from now on. I'm not even saying bye. I'm like, a bitch will always give you a show. That's my cue to leave or to hang yes. out. <laughs> and, then, yes. and then literally at meetings, they're gonna be like, who's this girl think she is? Miss, <laughs> <laughs> bust that laptop open and take some notes. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah, thank you so much, widow. And good luck for the rest of the competition. And we hope to see you soon. Thank you, thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right, so I'm happy to hear that Widow is in good spirits, y'all. And Lejeune, that brings us another close to our podcast. What are we dedicating the podcast to? Oh, my goodness, guys. I feel like there was so much this week. Um, there was. That we could dedicate this episode to. Um, but I got to give it to something that we shouted out in the this chat um okay heading over to the black ink crew i want to give it to the gentlemen and that warrior dance that they did because oh. they were really feeling it and <laughs> honestly it. i don't know if they were trying to like threaten an a fit uh, some an opponent like the dance was intended to or if they were trying to like attract some ladies make some, they were make like, it sexual yeah really they were like, really into that to that hip thrust the hip thrusting and i was <laughs> I like okay that. and it, honestly it was really really cute to just see them all get out of their element and it was almost as if C's forgot about the beef that they had exactly. in that moment and it was just like a beautiful scene and i love to see that brotherhood Same. and it was cute it's cute so you know i'm gonna end it on a posy note i know i don't always but let's do it this time it was cute all right well thank you for that miss thing oh thank you you know <laughs> i'm trying to be like jess keep it posy you know? hello oh god she's so positive so that is a wrap on episode 52 of vh100 Really quickly, yes. gonna throw some things at you, all right? Mm-hmm. We know that we're in quarantine, and we're going to keep you busy. So Friday, April 24th, don't forget to watch the premiere of RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race. Right. It's time to get some of our favorite celebs in drag and figure out who they are. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. And then this Saturday, April 25th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, That's Club right. MTV presents Hashtag Dance Together with DJ D-Nice, yep. where some familiar faces might pop up for a little dance party. Lejeune, I know cute. you're working on this, right? It is. And easy. I want to see you in that dance party, all right? We got to dance together. <laughs> Together, y'all okay <laughs> i will see what happens let me but let you me gotta my... bust the moves okay Those i'm gonna start stretching you're so infamous for i'm gonna put in some requests with with d nice and be like let's just get some britney spears in there and i'm boom. Like, boy, easy 
Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Good looking out. <laughs> and then, of course, on Tuesday, we have a new episode of Wild and Out at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. So you got some things to watch. And, of course, please make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and remember, spread the word about us. That's right. And, of course, be sure to follow the official Instagram pages for VH1, Love & Hip Hop, Family Hustle, RuPaul's Drag Race, and Black Ink Crew. And you guys already know, put that ad in front of all that. And obviously, we're going to plug ours, too. I am Easy Manoli. That's Easy M-A-N-O-L-I. That's right. And I am LeJune. That's I-M-L-A June, like the month. Holla. hey oh! So make sure you're listening to us and keep it 100. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts.